What's up, everyone? It is Monday, November 6, 2023, MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Zan Martin, joined by my co-host, Mr. Big Marcel. And we're going to recap UFC Sao Paulo on this uh, podcast today. And then on the next podcast, in an hour from now, we're going to preview UFC 295. Now, Marcel, you know, before I get into anything today, I just want to see how you're doing, man. It's been a week since we chatted. How you doing, brother? How's Audiax today? They win or no? Yeah, we won two in a row. So we're we're now 11th in the league. So at least not 18th anymore. But yeah, we won twice in a row. So that's good. Uh, Yeah, doing well, man. yeah, some uh, some fighting answers, man. Uh, how are you doing? I'm pretty sure you got a hard on Bonar when you saw that uh, main event announcer in Toronto. <laughs> how, how did you know? No, seriously though. I I mean, I'm I'm fucking pumped, guys. Yeah, it's the like, first Marcel, time in history that Adam got the Bonar of two men. So, <laughs> you know what, dude? No, I was with my friend, right? I was with my best buddy, and, and we actually were. He he came down to Vegas with me for yeah. 290. So he saw Duplessis knockout. Um, Whitaker too, yeah, and I was there obviously as well, guys. Right, so like me, and my buddy, I'm like, dude, dude, and he's like on the phone. He was typing some important email. I'm like, dude, put your phone down. Look at my phone. He's like, what? I'm like, look. He's like, holy shit. So like, dude, all my buddies are texting me today. Like they're like, holy fuck, look at this main event. Like, man, awesome main event. Like this is this is like I'm not saying anything wrong because the rumor was all the Ariel said that's wrong. 24 hours later, but um. Oliver and 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 Islam too. I was like, okay, I'm like, I'll take it. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, it's a good fight, but like, and then they, they announced Buena Silva and Pennington. I must, I might be like one of the only people that was like actually excited for that. I actually think that's a good fight. But dude, when I when I when I heard the news today that Strickland was fighting Duplessis, like, you're right that 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 red rocket shot right up, bro. <laughs> like, buddy, I mean, what a fight, man. Go ahead. Yeah. Dude, if you were excited for Pennington Mara Bueno, you probably you probably deserve to have Zhang versus Yan on that card as well, instead of it, it went from this to this, I'll just say that. But yeah, I mean, like I'm fucking dude. Couldn't think of a better main event. I was talking to James and Cole, like we're all pumped. Everyone's pumped. All my buddies are pumped. Like it's just an exciting fight. And everyone likes mm-hmm. like Strickland. I think right now, to be honest, like Strickland's he has the potential to be a big star because he, he he's unfiltered, right? He talks as much shit yeah. as he wants. He doesn't care what he says. He doesn't care if he gets in trouble. It's like, to be honest, Marcel, don't you wish you could be like him where you could say anything the fuck you wanted? Because trust yeah. me, I'd have a lot more to say. I don't want to lose my job. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then obviously Duplessis. I mean, I'm, I've, I've been hiring the guy for a while. And when he knocked out Whitaker in, in Vegas, I was like, holy shit, this guy's legit. Because I was there. He fucking balled him. So, man, I mean, honestly, like, I don't even really care what the wrestling card looks like. Like, what a fucking main event, Marcel. So, <laughs> brother, I'm pumped. I'm pumped, brother. We're going to say, you know? There's those two other fights announced. Volkanovski to Puria. Yeah, that's a good one as well. Where's 298? What um, city? I don't know. I've heard Phoenix at first, but then uh, it well, kind of went still. And I think that they want to do it in Phoenix when Sean was actually supposed to be on that card, right? That's so I, I don't know if they... Yeah. I, I think 299 probably in Vegas and Timo Ballerini. Yeah. 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 Well, I was thinking they're going to do Sean and Bear in, in Phoenix because that's the 299 yeah. card. They also announced that today, guys. Like, we got three huge fighting announcements today. I mean, like, it doesn't really get much better than that. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm pretty excited, Marcel. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think all the fights are good. All right. Let's get some comments. Then we'll get into the UFC Sao Paulo recap. We'll get on the show on the way, boys. Hype, what's up, brother? Joe, what's up, man? Go Eagles. I mean, you guys are doing good. Octagon updates, what's up, brother? Pato, what's up, man? Good afternoon, guys. What hours in your country? Right now, it's 5 p.m. for me. I think it's, what time is it for you? 11. 11, 11 p.m. Yeah. yeah, we're 5 p.m. right now. 
the time changed on Sunday, I think I want to yeah. say, and then it kind of fucks you up for like the first day. I find it anyways. You know, a lot of people are saying it's unhealthy for you. Like I'm, I feel fine now the next day, but like yesterday was kind of a weird day. It felt kind of weird. Uh, okay, nice. Uh, Zach, what's up, man? <laughs> Zach, listen, brother, I was gonna go to the the card either way. Obviously, man. I mean, I haven't missed. I've been to every Toronto card. I'm never gonna miss one as long as I'm fucking. Marcel, even if like you could chop off my legs, I could still like you know somehow make it there in a, in a wheelchair. I'll go. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'll go to every card ever in Toronto, man. I'll tell you that right now. I've been to, like I think there's been like probably six of them, maybe. And it's, like, let me try to think. There's one twenty nine, one forty, one fifty two, one sixty five, and then there was I can't remember the one with Pettis and was that two seventeen or something? I don't remember what that was. Uh, Adam in a wheelchair. He can't. They're gonna go anywhere. He said on the streets. Bring me, bring me to the Scotia Baggery. <laughs> That's so funny. No, I said he was bitching and uh let me see how many were um I want to see how many there were though, just to double just to make sure because I've been to all of them. Uh probably been like I would I would say six or seven. I'll say seven. Let me let me double check how many it's been. Okay, hallway I think was 231. I went to that. 206 was hallway pedic, so that one. 165, that's three. Jones Gossipson, 152, Jones Belfort, 140, Jones with Cheater, and 129, uh, Shields St. Pierre. And then this would be the seventh. So this is the seventh event draw. I've been all Shields St. Pierre, that was that massive event, right? There was 55,724 yeah. people at uh, Rogers Center. That's where like the Blue Jays play the baseball team. Dude, that was crazy. Like, of right. all the cards, all the cards were good. The best fight was, was uh, Gus and, and, and Jones, but the best overall card was the first one. It was fucking insane, dude. I'm, I can't believe it was twelve years ago, twelve and a half years ago. Yeah. I mean, did, did they also give one hundred and twenty nine k bonuses? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I mean, they used to give out more bonuses. Like even the I'm looking at the list of events. Like the one with Sanchez and Campman, there was like two events before that. Marcel, they gave them one hundred and sixty thousand each. Like it's just sad the way the bonuses have gone down over the years. But I digress. Let's get back to the comments here, guys. Jan and Rockic uh, should be added to the card. Where's Krilov? I don't know. I don't know where Krilov is. Trudeau should attend the first. <laughs> I, I hope Trudeau goes. I mean, I, I don't know. Hopefully. He was at LA. Did you hear that, Marcel? Los Angeles? The thing is, like, fighters said all the time, certain places, you know, it's like with the December 2nd. That guy says Austin. The other guy says, uh, what was that? M uh, Minneapolis. Yep. Then I hear Las Vegas. So, I, I mean, I never go with what a fighter says. I want to see it for myself to be sure because I, it's always like, Unless the UFC announces it, it's not 100% the location, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, fair enough. Birchard, what's up, man? There you go. Birchard, where is he, Belgium? Or is he in yeah, it's Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Belgium. Well, he's the same time as you then, I think, right? Yeah, Eleven? of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By announcement, we will not get Islam before Ramadan. So what happens with Olives, Gucci, and Gamera? I don't know. It's a good question, Kratzo. I, I mean, I, and first off, I also want to know, why did Ariel report that fight was, like, happening? Uh, and then Ali Abdelaziz was trolling. It was kind of funny. It was weird, That's right? what's... I, I felt like, and I don't know if it's true, man, but it kind of felt like that he tweeted it out to be like, uh, to get like under somebody's skin, you know, and then he got the reaction and then he gets said something back. It also saw really weird. I don't know if you saw that with him and Chael. Uh, earlier. Yeah, I saw that. It was very, I, I is that fake though? Is that them just, I, I don't know, but he did. I mean, people were like 10 7 Ariel. I was like, doesn't really come good off I, that. To be honest, you know? I thought, I thought Chael like, was winning that argument, whatever. Yeah, but also. Also, like where he says, like, uh, can you do that? Say that to my face, grow some balls. I was like, dude, come on, man. I mean, and I have nothing against Ariel, but it seems like 
doesn't respect I, some of the fighters, which is weird. Yeah, it's just super weird, you know. I mean, and, and he's like uh, blowing blowing the horn that Francis uh, for That's a week that. now. I'm like, dude, everybody, almost everybody is happy for Francis that he uh, made bank, you know, that he did well in boxing, you know. I mean, I'm sure you're happy he did well. I'm happy he did well. So why are we doing acting like you're the only one we're happy or you're the only one who backed him? We don't see we didn't back them. But I mean, if you ask like 100 people before that fight, who's going to win? 101 people would have said Fury probably. You know what I mean? And that's no disrespect to Nganu, but you're going to a completely different sport, you know, in your first pro fight. And that's nothing to have to do with disrespect to Nganu. It's like kind of weird. You know, I have nothing against Ariel again, you know, but it's like why does he need to convince the other people yeah, that he was the guy ego. who backed it's, Francis? Yeah, it's ego. I don't it's understand ego. it. He was on the broadcast, so I could kind of like understand why he'd be so gung ho about it. But again, it's just lame, and everyone can see it from the outside. That's the thing; everyone can see how lame it's getting. And I don't know. I don't. It's just like a bad joke that they keep telling over and over. Okay, we're not bumpy. I mean, we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, Antoine, top brother, how you doing, man? O'Malley Bear to means Aljo gets the rematch. I guess who's Aljo going to fight if you had to guess? The Hudo rematch? I, mean, I don't know. Who's Aljo gonna fight? Yeah, that's a good question, man. Uh, maybe he fights uh, Davison Figueredo if Davison gets past Font. You know? Yeah, I don't it's, know. it'd be interesting. I mean, it's possible he could still just wait and then get the winner of the that fight. I mean, I don't think so, but Terrence heard someone needs to point. So it's Rebeski uh, or uh, Nurul Aliyev out? Yeah, Aliyev is out, but he still has, doesn't have a replacement. Rebeski. Rebeski, but are they trying to keep him on the card? That's the mm-hmm. that's the goal. Who's his manager? Rebeski. Who is it? Uh, he's with the first round, I think. Okay, what about Aliyev? Who's he with? Aliyev, Aliyev is with. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's with. Uh, he's with uh, with a, a, a Tajik guy, but I don't know if he's represented by Ali as well. I have no idea. Fair enough. But he's Fair with enough. a Tajik guy. Funny enough, people are crying about comms that game title shot. They don't have to say energy or Chio game. I know it's kind of weird, but here's the thing: like he technically won on the scorecards, and like it's just a big fight because you know he already beat him, right? So it makes sense. Glenn, what's up, brother? Always glad to have you here, man. Ariel's more happy that Dana was wrong than actually be happy for Francis. Dana changed main events after seeing Ariel's tweet. <laughs> that was funny, though. Brad Okamoto, who's you know the UFC's like mouthpiece, basically, he goes on. Like, he's their PR guy, basically. He's like, yeah, this is not the main event. There's something else. There's a lot of dodgy stuff being this Glenn. He says there's a lot of dodgy stuff between the media being controlled by UFC. Only just found out John Morgan's wife works for Dominance. Glenn, you got to join uh, James Lynch's Discord. We've been talking about that for there for a while, and you know, John. I, I mean, I think everyone respects John Morgan. He's like one of the best journalists, and I've met him, and he's a great dude. Like, I have no issue with John. But John is, you know, someone that's pretty close to Ali. I would say Marcel. He gets, he's been getting scoops and stuff from him for years. I think we all know that, right? So, but again, that's that's part of the I, game. You know, you have to make I, relationships like that. So, I think there's nothing wrong with it unless you yep. confirm it with the other side as well. You know what I mean? So, it's just that Ali's such a fucking asshole. That's the difference. You know what I mean? It's not like it's Ruby, like a good guy like that, or like you know these other guys. You know, the funny like, thing is, I, I never. I never interacted with Ali, actually. I never talked to him one-on-one. Also not via whatever, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I I mean, I, I've not, never had bad things with him, but he has but so many. I, for example, with James. Is, like, I, James I, is our friend. Yeah. I can't you have to defend him. You yeah, but I, I, don't under, I also don't understand it, you know? James is it's, like the nicest guy ever, it's just, you know? Because it's ego. Because it's ego. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the Schmo exposed Ariel for being a bad person. I mean, I, no, I, I can't say Ariel's a bad person. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would say that. I don't think. But I think, you know, there's sometimes you can be disingenuous with some of the stuff he says. I think that's fair for, to say. For, I don't think he's a bad guy, though. 
for me, it's like, you know, I, I like the sport and I want the sport to grow. And for me, it's not, I don't say Ariel is like that, but for me, it's not important to uh, to put me like in the spotlight. You know what I mean? I want yeah, to have the fighters have the spotlight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that yeah. that's all main, the main thing, I think. And um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of weird. You know, listen, man, I'm happy for all Ariel's success and that. But if you have to say in your interview, like, I won uh, Journalist of the Year 20, 20 times all the time, I'm like, come on, man. We know. We know you're you're the number one journalist in the game for years, you know. You don't have to say that, you know. I always learned from my from my parents, like, you don't give, you don't put feathers in your own ass. If, ever, if, if you get a compliment, make sure you get it from people. I don't don't talk yourself up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Couple other comments. We're gonna do the recap in a second here. We talked for like twelve, but we had so many fight announcements. Hmm. Also, honestly, this card was kind of not that great. So we'll talk about in a sec. Aljo Uma hmm. could definitely happen. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's let's get to the let's get to the recap, guys, for UFC Can I follow. Up. Yeah. Reply 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 Which to Piace. Um I know, the last one. I didn't see yeah, it. Sorry. I mean I don't know. We don't know the exact thing that happened. You know, we don't know how we got that scoop. But if we got that scoop in a normal way, you know, the thing is, the UFC cannot control media. You know what I mean? So well, they do. <laughs> yeah, they, they want to, but they can't. You know, I mean, if I get some, if I got the scoop for something, you really think I'm going to ask the UFC, oh, can I, can, can I post this? No, of course not. If I have the scoop from both sides, I'm posting it. Also, both sides have to be cool with it, you know. I always like listen. If you don't want it to be out, I can wait. I don't mind, you know. It's maybe not the right thing to do because they say if you said on news, you're doing the wrong way. But for me, it's also important to don't burn any bridges. You know what I mean? If somebody tells me something and they're like, "We have this fight coming up," you know, but we haven't signed it yet. Can you please wait till it's signed? Yeah, for sure. And if then, for example, uh, Alex Bayunin, Nolan King, Farah Hanun has that one earlier. Yeah, okay, so be it, you know. But uh, I did the right thing. And they probably did as well, but because probably it's then signed that they got it earlier than me, so good for them, you know. But, uh, I mean, if you got it both ways, uh, you got you got the legit, I say, a source on this, one side and source on the other side, you're, you're, you're good to go, man. You know what I mean? For sure. All right, let's get into the recap, man. I think it's ready to go. At least time, time to get into it. All right, so, all right, guys, let's talk about UFC Sao Paulo. i got to be honest with you, Marcel. I... Oh, I got to take this off the screen. There we go. Okay. So I got to be honest with you, brother. Like, it wasn't, it, it just wasn't my favorite card of the year, guys. Like, it, I don't think it was that good of a card. Only four finishes out of how many fights was there? 10. We lost three fights. I think that really hurt the card. Okay. Let's get in. How do we get into the fights that we fucking lost before we actually get into the fights we saw? So, like, a couple hours before, or like an hour before, um, Armin Trojan was supposed to fight with Adolfo Fiera. The fight gets canceled. I don't know how long did you know about this? Did you hear he was sick? Did you know? Uh, no, I um, the, the 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 I actually told you right uh, before it was announced. I got this, I got told this by my colleague, I think like five minutes before I told you, you know. So he's like, It's Armin against uh, Rodolfo. I was like, No, I haven't seen anything about it. Why? Because we're hearing that here, they're in the broadcast, you know. So I was like, oh, Okay, weird. It's like I've seen nothing, you know, but and then. After that, uh, what was that? Uh, Renat against Elizio Zaleski, the Santos mm -hmm. fight. They went to the commercial and they were showing promos. So then I was like, fuck, they're going to do Elvis yeah. versus Krzyzewski on the main card. So this is yeah. true. Then I already know it was true. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I know exactly. And then so we lost that fight, which sucks. Um, apparently, Armin got poisoned. That's what he's claiming. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, they can rebook it soon. The other fights we lost on the weigh ins, we lost 
Ishmael Bonfim came in at 159 and a half against Vince Michelle. Vince Michelle didn't want to fight him. Basically said he didn't want his opponent to get the opportunity to like make money. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm, I, I think I would have, I think he should have taken the fight personally, Marcel. He ended up making weight. So he would have got 30% from Bonfim plus his, you know, so many. And I honestly think Pichel had a chance to win that fight too. So I think he should have taken it. But at the same time, it's not my career. He's 40 years old. He doesn't have that many fights left. So he's got to be careful. And I guess he just didn't want to fight a guy overweight. Do you have any, any opinion about him not taking the fight? I mean, I can respect it on the other side. Of course, you want to see the fight. But yeah. take in mind, he is 40 plus. Yeah. Um he may wait on the second attempt, so he basically may wait. His opponent was overrated. You're an, you're overrated, not overrated, but overrated. You're in a different. You're in a, a foreign country fighting the local favorite, pretty much. You know, overweight. And, yeah, yeah, and lo- most likely the fight goes to a decision. You know, I think. You know, so if that's a close fight, you don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So I understand his how, how he thinks about it. Would I fought? I don't know. I'm not a fighter, you know. So I respect his choice, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's all that. Listen, man, the first fault is by Bonfim not making weight, you know. So that's how. Oh, I Oh, I'm it. saying it's his fault. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I when he made weight because he Pichel also missed weight mm-hmm. on his first attempt, then he made weight the second attempt. I just thought that because he did that, you know, he would get the thirty percent. That's why he did. Because remember, Tim Means, I can't remember who he fought, but Tim Means fought someone. He came in like half a pound over. And then he cut the weight, and then he got, he got the guy's 20% at the end, right? And still mm-hmm. beat him, I think. So, And then the other fight was Daniel Marcos and, and Daniel Santos. Was that the fight? Fitter no, Hugo. sorry. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I said that. Uh, Daniel Marcos and uh, – was it Marcos? Yeah, and Victor Hugo, the replacement. Um, what happened there? Yeah, Hugo was also too uh, uh, too heavy. And he didn't look good on the, weight, on the, on the, on the scale, I think. So – uh, yeah, they pulled that fight as well. Yeah, I mean, they actually yeah. pulled that fight, I think. That's, what, that's why I'm no. asking, like, was he sick? I, I guess so, eh? He must I think they pulled that fight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Quinn thinks, you know, don't accept the weight bully. Yeah, I understand. I think Pichel said that he's going to get a fight book soon, so he must have talked to the UFC. Maybe he got a show money or something, or a portion of it. Like, maybe he got a little bit of money. I, I don't know. Listen, he, at least he got a trip down to Brazil. He got a trip down to Brazil. He didn't fight though, so. Mm-hmm. But anyways, all right, let's get into the card. Let's start with the main event, Marcel. Jailton Almeida defeats Derek Lewis by unanimous decision. I mean, like, come on, how did this fight go with five rounds? Um, okay, I have two thoughts about the fight. Number one, I mean, obviously it was dominant, right? Like, there's no doubt about that. You look at the numbers, it backs it up. You know, 21 minutes and 10 seconds of ground control. I think that's a record in the heavyweight division. I'm pretty sure it is. So it's like the most ground control. But here's the problem, Marcel. Five-round fight, you went 25 minutes. Jilton Almeida only landed 38 significant strikes in five rounds, okay? And in the fifth round, Marcel, he had three minutes and 55 seconds of control time. You know how many strikes he landed, significant strikes he landed? Zero. He landed zero significant strikes in the fifth round. And in the fourth round, he landed two. It was pretty clear he was just content with going the distance. My tweet popped up on the screen. I'm like, this guy's really one-dimensional. Honestly, like, I, I, I was I, surprised that went on the screen. You know, dude, it was like negative. And same with yeah. Aaron Bronstetter's was like, yeah, he's getting tired and not looking that good. Listen, it was a negative <laughs> tweet. I don't love it because I'm sure when Jailton and his team watch it back, they're going to think this guy's a fucking asshole. So that's fine. But the truth is, Marcel, I wasn't the only one saying it. The commentators were like, "Yo, why is he not doing any damage? Like, what's going on?" Bisping's like, "Come on, man! Like, you got to do some damage." And Marcel, when you were in full mount, like throughout the fight, and Mark Gard's like, come on, do some damage. Like, let's work. Like, 
Like, what the fuck was going on? What happened here? Talk to me. Yeah. So, first of all, my God, it kind of annoys me when he is, like, that loud in the octagon. I was like, dude, come on, chill out. Yeah, but he is it all the time. Not only this fight, you know what I mean? Um, that said, the thing for me, what I thought with Almeida was he tried the first and the second round to, to choke him out. But he couldn't get the choke. That's what I think, you know? And the thing was with Almeida... Also, take in mind, he's a lot lighter than Derek Lewis is, you know? And Derek Lewis is also known for not really good being on the ground, but he can explode on the ground. You know what I mean? Explode and then out of nowhere trips you or whatever, you know? So I think Almeida was really, like, hesitant with that. And he was like, if I come under him, I'm fucked, you know, because he can have heavy shots. So he went for safeness in the third, fourth, or fifth round. I think the first or second round, he tried to finish the fight, didn't work, you know? And he was like, fuck, I'm not going to take any risk because... At the last 10, 15 seconds of the third, fourth, and fifth round, he tried to unleash with some shots, you know. Before that, he didn't, you know. He was just controlling. He was like, fuck, he's not going anywhere, you know. I'm not going to get hit here. I'm not going to get loose. I'm not going to get knocked out in front of my crowd. So that's what happened. Do I like it, what we saw? Of course not. It wasn't a great fight. It wasn't a very uh, fun-friendly fight. But, I mean, can I forgive Almeida for it? Yeah, he fought great fights before that. He didn't finish everybody besides Derek Lewis. The Lewis. This was a stinker pretty much to watch, you know, but it was dominant. It was dominant. Oh, he yeah. got 21, 21 minutes of 25 minutes ground control. It was super dominant, but not fun to yeah. watch, you know. And the thing well, is, no. like, many people going to turn on him for this. Because of this fight, I'm not going to turn on him. But... Um, yeah, many people remember this one. And I th I'm like, we've seen him fight before in mu much fun fights, you know, and fights where he actually completely dominated and also finished his opponent in the first or second round. So yeah. I'm like, maybe he was just very hesitant with the power of Lewis. He was like, he, 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 I have to keep him under me. He tried to finish him with the choke, didn't work. And with the ground and pound, maybe he was afraid when he when he uses ground and pound that he is like, he's getting tripped or whatever, you know, and that he comes on his back and he got fucked. I don't know. I'm just saying you know maybe you know i understand but, i understand but like but, Lewis is really bad on the ground man i, mean, I, I know but i think he doesn't want to make any risk and it, it sucks i know but I, that's what i was feeling i get what you're know? saying but like to me it's like i know he won he was dominant i'm not he's been here's the thing i'm getting i'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt too because his other fights were great right but like again sergey spivak fought him earlier this year lewis had they both had six takedowns but spivak had six takedowns in the first round and then finished him that you, I just think I think he could have finished him, Marcel. I think if he unloaded grounded power or went for a choke later in the fight, could have finished him. That's my the, opinion. The difference with that fight is that Lewis exposed his neck much more against Spivak than he did against Almeida. Yeah. Almeida, he was like in the turtle kind of thing, you know, that he could against Spivak, he didn't do that. You know, he just was like as Spivak took his neck. So maybe Lewis <laughs> learned from that, you know, with a little bit more of tight neck defense or whatever. Sure. But yeah, I mean, what the fuck, man? Rebook the blade side. You know what I mean? Why? Yeah, not? I mean that that's the thing. Cause again, that's why I like that matchup because we need <laughs> to see if this guy is still good if he can't get the fight in the ground. Because I don't know if he is good on the feet. He's yeah. one at this point, I will stand by the fact he's one dimensional. That dimension's very good. But there's that video. I'm sure you've seen that video floating around where he gets brutally knocked out with like one punch. You've seen that video, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I know he's probably, you know, and I don't blame him. I mean, I don't want to get knocked out either. Who the fuck does, right? I get it. I'm not saying he fought a, a dumb fight. He fought a smart fight. But again, Dave Kaplan. Just, pardon? You say, who the fuck wants to get knocked out? I said Dave Kaplan. <laughs> Do you remember? Was he, uh, was he on the ultimate fighter by Tom Waller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I called it. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I mean, like, I just think his stock doesn't really go up at all. I mean, I think it, it might go down a bit or just stay the same, you know? I think that, that's why the, the Blaze fight makes sense if they rebook that. And for Lewis, too, like, coming off that great win over Delima where he picked up so much, like, fanfare and, like, people were back on the hype train because this fucking terrible fight, like, you know, again, I guess there's some solace in the fact he didn't get finished like everyone else against Almeida, but... Adam. I don't know. I just, I just didn't like the fight, Marcel. I just wasn't in this fight. That's, yeah. that's very easy. You book Almeida against Blades and you book Lewis against Rosenstruck. It's very easy. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, I it's, it's, it's not like rocket science. Uh, listen, Almeida asked for Gan. Gan is likely the uh, the most winnable fight for him in the top five, I think, because of yeah. the takedowns and the ground yeah. control. Um, but he should fight Blades, I think. I think that's the fight yeah. I want to see, definitely because Blades has been for years the most dominant wrestler in the division, you know. And Almeida shows that he has a really dominant ground game. I want to see that fight, yeah. you know. I think that would have been a much more intriguing fight than this one because, yeah, I want to see who's the better wrestler, you know. It's the, isn't that it, it, it makes a lot of sense, you know. And the I, think thing is, I think it's a good uh, fight. Do, yeah. do you think he was lucky that the fight was in Brazil? I think it's the biggest thing would stood him up. I exactly, so. because the audience was still cheering. You know what I mean? If this is in, in the U.S., it's Mark booing Mark like off her mount, probably. Because, yeah. again, guys, I'm just going by the numbers, he only landed, between the last two rounds, two significant strikes. I mean, I, again, you heard Bisping and Cruz were like, what is this guy doing? Like, why is he not going for grounded pound? You know, it just was weird. Like, that's all. But, again, yeah. You know, he still dominated the fight. There's no doubt about it. All right, let me get some comments here. Knock us up, man. Made zero ground pound. Not in this fight. I mean, he didn't he destroy uh, Shamil with grounded pound, right? Remember, he just unloaded yeah, on he him. Rebook Jailton Blades. What's up, Tristan? Yeah. I agree. Uh, rematch. Remember when Dana talked about Consports against Rosenstrike? It, it was better for Jailton that Dana wasn't there. Yeah, it's true. You know <laughs> what? Nice. If this was on a pay-per-view and, and Dana, Dana would have hated this fight. I'll tell you that right now. Hear me out. Your guy, Ankle Live versus Jailton. <laughs> Is Ankle Live fighting Johnny Walker in rematch? Or I don't know. That's what I think, but I haven't heard anything. Johnny said he's fighting again. He has a he's fighting in the desert this time, or no? <laughs> <laughs> I think Almeida's kind of screwing the top. Five. I mean, I think he's good, but we'll see. Because again, he's he came in at, I think at two thirty six. He's just a small heavyweight. I still think he could fight at two hundred five. Almeida's car looked good because he was grappling. That's true. It did actually hold it up. You know, it's funny. Like I said, Aaron had that tweet where he's like, "I think he's going to gas out and get finished." And later on, was like, "Yeah, this was a bad take." But at the time, honestly, it kind of looked like he was getting tired. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he picked up that second wave. He, he, he just has that extra thing. Like, when when he misses the takedown, he can yeah. still make that trip to yeah. get that takedown. Like Marcel, his grappling is very good. I think we yeah. all know that. But again, how is his striking? How is his grounded pound? None of that stuff looked good. Bro, was dominant way. You can't critique and say you should have finished him. Gear no geek. Go roll for yourself. It's not as easy as getting finished. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, bro. Like Honestly, I, I do agree with this guy. I'll say that. Even though it's, again, not the most positive thing written towards me, I do agree with this to the second part, that it's not as easy as just getting a finish. But of course. I do think I can critique him. I think that's fine. I think, like I said, the, the commentators were too. I don't think me sitting at home can't critique the guy. Just because I'm on a UFC fighter doesn't mean I can't critique you know the performance listen he dominated the fight but the thing is marcel i think if he finished lewis and it was impressive it would have given him that opportunity to be like okay what do you want this thing asked him what do you want i'm fighting the winner vasvanol and 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 pavlovich four months from now you know he can't say that now mm-hmm. he has to fight someone else though that's all i'm saying i think if he had finished the fight he could have called for that big like not vacant at that point, but you know that I don't know. Is it interim or what is it? Interim title shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the winner of that fight will defend the belt because I don't think they're going to wait 
a year and a half for Jones or whatever it's going to be. You know, I wouldn't do it. What you wouldn't defend it? No, I would say to the UFC strip Jones. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Marcel, you're not wrong because he's going to be up for so long. All right, let's get some more comments. After hearing Lewis went 135 and 50, he was hoping for ground and pound. That's just too fast. I thought it was weird he asked the crafters to give him a show. The thing is, <laughs> I agree, but the thing is, when you're in there, you don't really know sometimes like what the crowd's like thinking. But I mean, it was kind of obvious, right? With the guy, <laughs> it kind of also was like uh, what I think Lewis said in the pre-fight interview that he wa he had the, like uh, similar grappling that Jelton has, and he might w uh, take the fight via leg lock in the first round. I think Lewis was kind of kidding, you know, but. I had the feeling Almeida took that kind of serious, you know, and he was like, I'll show you levels on the ground. But, yeah, I mean, I understand that people uh, weren't really happy with it, and I think, uh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> All right, a couple, I agree. A couple more comments. Did you see reports of Umanov and Delize, um for UFC China? I think did you tweet that? Were you the one who tweeted? Oh uh, no, no. Um, I don't know who tweeted that anymore. The only thing that I've heard about that fight is that they're talking about it, but it hasn't been done yet. Yeah. And also, I think Dolitza right now he's in Georgia, right? I think yeah. uh, he uh, just became a dad two days ago. Actually. For sure. I want to say this too, like so I'm gonna s i am I won't say who's fighting. I know and I'm not gonna yeah, say if, if you if you but... really look Deep into Twitter yeah. or Instagram, you will find what the main event is. Song Yedong is fighting in the main event. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. I'm not going to say who's fighting, but I mean, everyone knew he's going to fight in the main event. Mm -hmm. Was he supposed to fight? Who was it again? The original was, uh, what was the plan? The, everybody says it's Piotr Young, but it's actually not true. I thought Piotr that was, was that announced Piotr, or no? No, so, some people announced it, but Piotr Young never agreed to the fight because oh, okay. he couldn't make it on December, you know? That would have been a good fight. I mean, there's no doubt. Peter's lost, has he lost three straight fights? Or something or Sean O'Malley, uh, Marab, and Aljo. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. He's so good too. Oh, let's see, Alvin took some heavy ground. He he did, but he was he, he, you know he, he did well there. Uh, Actually, first rate, right? Was, two times Aljo. Oh no, the one was yeah, two times Aljo, right? Well, he fought Corey in between, right? Oh, Corey, yeah, true. Yeah, true. I'm yeah. made his team. I'm happy going five pointing KO. Yeah, you guys like the show, fair enough. Um, book. Jones and BH BMF belt. Nah, they're not going to do that. But I know what you're saying. Like, they almost like need to make create like a legacy heavyweight title instead, something else. Because it just doesn't make sense. Jones is going to keep, you know, being on the sidelines for so long. Again, it's not like this was the UFC's fault. It just kind of happened that way. You can critique what you're saying should have finished Lewis as a guaranteed outcome. Everyone gave Jelton his flowers when he finished, but it's a negative. He can't finish Lewis. I, again, I get what you're saying. But again, the betting odds, too. It, it's funny. Aaron posted before the fight. And he was like, it's plus 1200 for the fight going the distance. I think Pato somewhere said that. He thinks that Jelton's family smashed that betting line. I mean, I look at the betting lines all the time. I don't remember a fight that's been like that um, wide for the fight not go the fight to go the distance. It must have been like minus two thousand. That's really high. Like usually, even in these heavyweight fights, it's like minus five hundred. Like minus two thousand is like almost a lock. So most people thought like before that fight. I'm pretty sure the, weren't the commentators like, yeah, there's no way this. Didn't Bisping and Cruz say that like, yeah, this fight's not going five rounds, and then it did. I don't know. I have to, I, the main card. I always have the Dutch commentary on. So oh, who, really... it's uh, Marlos Kunin and Gilbert Eichel and, and, and Sanders Flick. That's who it is. There you go. All right, uh, but Nina able to finish someone's acceptable, not trying for the finish and dominant. Complete dominance. I agree. Magic announced Song's fight. Okay, so he announced it. So it's 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 legit, but it's not signed yet. That's all I can say. Can you say the fight? I mean, go to Magic, Magic um, MMA account. You I'll can see it, it there. I think it's Chris Gutierrez versus Song Yudong. Is that yeah. the fight? Yeah. Yeah. 
Honestly, I was thinking about that fight today. I, I think Song wins. I like and Chris looked great in his last fight, but I don't think he wins that fight. Are we good with the main event? Let's move on now. Let's move on. I don't have number fights to go through, anyways. Um, Nicholas Dalby, like plus four hundred underdog, defeats Gabriel Bonfim. You know, Marcel. Again, we talked about this. I was like, guys, like, don't lay the juice. Motherfucker, dude. Well, bro. Wow. I mean, again, he'd never been distant. Yeah. Right? That's the worry. And he got gassed in the second round, bro. He was <laughs> and Dalby's always tough. Always. Yeah. Dol- you know what? I was looking at Dalby's record. He's lost. He's won five of his last six fights, mm-hmm. right? And if you look at his record, it's like he's like nine. One, one and one or something. In his last like ten or eleven fights, like he's been hot. He's been red hot since he came back to the UFC. Even when pepper. he was in a Cage Warriors, we had that bloody fight too. That I think it was a no contest against, against Ross Houston. Yeah, yeah, that guy was in Bellator after. Yeah, dude, he's won four straight fights. He's been in the UFC for a long time. He's tough as hell. You know what? Again, the card wasn't great, but it, I of all the fights, I think it. I guess it deserved fight of the night. I, here's what I think happened. I think I think the best fight was Renat and Zaleski the Santos. Thank fight. you. Yeah, Thank we'll you. About that. I think so. But the thing was, they didn't want to give up five bonuses, so they gave an extra one to Bompian because Dolby had to get one. So they gave the three guys who finishes a bonus. They couldn't give one to Mora because she missed weight. So they're like, all right, what do we do here? And they just decide we'll go fight it with this. I, I just think the Renat fight was the best fight of the card. Oh, these fucking bitch asses, they're losing three fights and one fight gets to a draw, they cannot give an extra bonus. Bro, they lost three fights. The one fight went to the draw where they didn't have to pay Renat his whatever it is, probably makes 40 and 40. Yeah. They couldn't give an extra 50. They actually, I was going to say they save money, but it's a little, they have to just pay a little bit more. Anyways, I, I that's the, if they, like, again, it's just the card wasn't great, but I think that's the way that I would have did it. I would have given out the double bonus for that fight, especially because no one won the fight and it was such a good fight, you know, Marcel? So, mm-hmm. um, Tristan bit on Dolby. Nice. Yeah, good for you, man. Tristan. Very nice. Uh, Nagy's fighting Mike Ballant in Toronto. That fight's not going to happen. But Kiesa could... I, I think Kiesa will retire. I, I just don't see him fighting. Who, who, did, I fight, who did I match Dolby with at Welterweight? Let me think. Uh, who's, who's at the bottom of the top 15 at Welterweight right now? Um, I mean, honestly, Marcel, you could do like him against Zaleski or Renat. You could. Either of those guys. Yeah, that's actually what I did. I think I, I matched with Renat because he already beat Zaleski in his debut with that, his split decision right. years ago. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I matched with Renat. The, you could do the rematch, too, if you wanted, you know, years later. But, but yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, Ness, oh, yeah. Actually, quickly, Von Fiem. I mean, did he get fraud checked or what? Like, he didn't have any cardio. I don't want to really say that because he looked really good in the first round. You know what I mean? And for, if you get fraud, fraud check for me, it's pretty much when you get destroyed and dominated for the whole fight. You know what I mean? Sure. That's that fraud check. So I don't want to say that, but yeah. it, it did look good. You know what I mean? And I mean, he started well, but man, he gassed bad, you know, and against, oh, really against, a, against a veteran like Dolby, I mean, yeah. We gotta get. I think Dolby should get more respect, and I underestimated yeah. him a lot Me as too. well. Uh, and to be honest, we said it both last week that that the that the line was way too wide. You know, actually. Oh yeah. So yeah. You know, I've been decent with Nicholas Dolby over his career, but there's been a few fights that I didn't think he'd win, and he won as a big dog. Well, Daniel Rodriguez was one. I only think he won that fight, but it was close enough that judges could fuck it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is one that he obviously finished. All right. I mean, there's not much to say about this fight. I saw Dalby live in the, in Hamburg against yeah. Peter Sobota, and he looked so bad in that fight. I remember that. I was yeah. so shocked to see that. That's actually well, his first professional loss, I think. Peter Sobota, yeah, he beat, he lost his Zach Cummings before that, actually. I'm just checking his record. But okay, you know, exactly. Peter Sobota like, was a bit of a decent fighter, I thought, in his career. A little underrated. 
Anyways, uh, Rodrigo Nascimento beat Dante Mays. Fight was pretty bad. Uh, Nascimento definitely <laughs> won the first two rounds. I don't know. There's not much to say about this fight. I don't mean, why, did they, why, why did this fight happen? Like, Dude. Again? <laughs> Dude, we, this this card was, I, I think it was decent until this fight went in between. Such a stinker, dude. I mean, Almeida Lewis wasn't really uh, wasn't really fun-friendly to watch. And that wasn't even the worst heavyweight fight on the card. This one was way worse, in my opinion, besides oh, yeah. the first three rounds, three minutes of, of Nascimento trying to finish him. This is like, listen, nice I have... Yeah, nothing against Mace or Nascimento, but let's be really honest. One, did we really need to have this rematch again? No. Two, does this belong on the main card? No. Three, does this belong on the prelim? No. Four, do we want to see this fight again? No. These are the three-fight win streak, Nascimento, but two split decisions. This one was pretty clear that he won, in my opinion. But, man, I mean, why does the UFC feel the need all the time to put non, like pretty much top 25 heavyweights on the main card while you have fucking Renat against Zaleski? Uh, Brenda Krusevsky was supposed to be on the prelims. You know, that was a fucking banger. Um, yeah. I, even, even Angela Hill, you know, against Denise Gomez. Deserve more to be on the but, main Mar card. Marcel, we know that they always put a really shitty heavyweight fight on the main but card. But it's so stupid this. because you pretty much ruined the card. Because I think until that fight, it was pretty decent, you know. And that fight completely drained the card, in my opinion. It was like I was actually texting with a friend of mine, and I think we were both were like, "What the hell are we watching?" You know, why you is this I, on the main you card? Do you remember his fight with with Augusto Sakai was a co-main event on a fight yeah. card earlier this year? Yeah. I mean, it's, the fight it's, with Josh Friesen was. I, bro, I want to know who gets those full hard-on bonus in the UFC from these non-ranked heavyweight fights. I, I, I always feel like Mick's fucking with this at this point, and Sean, you know, I think they're like, okay, let's just go fuck with these fans that are going to want this fight. By the way, I wanted to say what's up to our boy Ghost. He's here in the chat as well. What's so up, what's man? Up, man? Kind of move on. <laughs> yeah, you, Nux right. Nux right. right. Let's move on. John Jones trains to really low. Well, that's kind of why I was thinking the guy could win. I'm like, you know, he's yeah, actually films. But Mace gets a, like a fucking two L's in one week. He's fighting and he injured Jones. So, I mean... Fuck John Tillman. <laughs> I don't want to say that. But <laughs> no, cut him because he fucked the fight up at the main event. No, I'm kidding. You know what? Listen, the guy's just... He's an average heavyweight. To be honest with you, Marcel, if this was a five-round fight, he probably would have won the fight. You know, that's how bad this fight was. <laughs> Anyways. Praise the Lord it wasn't a five-round. Let's move on. Kyle Barallo defeats... It boosts Magomedov by decision. Again, a boost gasses out again. He was exhausted in the third round, Marcel. Didn't you think that Kyle would finish it with strikes in the third round? I'm going to tell you something really weird. In the certain sure. moment in the third round, I felt like they were so nice to each other. And Kyle actually said after the fight, he's like, uh, that they were going to were trash talking a little bit to each other. But I don't understand. I don't believe that. I felt like that Kyle said to him, like, dude, we'll go to a decision. Let's go. I really felt like he didn't want to finish him because the finish was there. And I think Kayo had the chance to finish him there with a choke or whatever. Yeah. But he didn't went for it for some reason, you know? And I had the feeling like yeah. he was he was like uh, content with, with the decision win. Um, yeah. I feel like first round, I think Abus did pretty well. He didn't do great, but he did pretty well. He had a beautiful sprawl on the takedown attempt from Borayo. But I mean, he gassed bad. And and in the same in the Strickland fight, it kind of yep. feel like he's giving up. At a certain moment, he feels like I cannot win this anymore. You know, uh, yep. what can I yep. do? You know, yeah. I just don't think he's very good. There's so many fans still making excuses for him, saying you know he took the fight in short notice. That's why he gassed up. But like I don't, I don't really see it that way. Um, Bahio has won five straight fights. I, I, I mean, like him a lot. Can we get him a ranked opponent for fucking yeah. sakes? Like, 
What, what are we waiting for? Match him up with Anthony Fluffy Hernandez, who is number 15. Sure. Why not? Oh, he's 15. Yeah. So, and well, he Chris called Curtis. us. Chris huh? Curtis. Chris Curtis? Yeah, but Chris Curtis is fighting at Barrio in, in Canada. You know? That's right. Sorry. I don't even understand that fight. Like, why is Barrio getting a top 15 guy and this guy can't? It doesn't really make know. sense to me. Probably because they go to Canada. <laughs> By the way, what was the original matchup? Was Bahayo and Nuro? Rusi Boyev. That guy's not ranked either. Like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 really weird to me. You know, I think Barayo should fight higher, higher. I mean, you could fight Jack Hermanson number eight. Why not? Just let him give him yeah, a chance. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm in the top ten. Most of the guys are booked, but Hermanson's. I, I I was thinking actually the loser of uh, Paul Craig against uh, Brandon Allen. You could do that, but I mean, I think he he's five and zero. He's winning all these fights. I thought he won all three rounds. I don't know about you, but I thought he won all three. I had um, him 30-27 as well. Yeah. I mean, listen, I know Vittori's ranked high, he's fifth, but like, I actually think Bahayo beats Vittori. Do you think he wins that fight? Yes or no? That's very possible, of course, because That's what I'm saying. It, I, think he I mean, Styles makes fights, you know? Exactly. And Boos has lost two straight, Joe. Hmm. He looked good against Stoltzman in 16 seconds. And again, he usually looks good in the first round. This is the, I actually checked the scorecards. Two of the judges gave him the first round. Yeah. So. I got it. But he but gasses got, every time. Good. I got. I, I'll cut Abu some slack because he lost to the current champion and to one of the biggest uh, upcoming talents in the division. You know, but that if you are one of those talented guys, you should probably win against Kayo. You know, because you can mix in with those talents. I think he's. I think Abus is good, but I don't think he's elite. You know what I mean? And I think Kayo is also not elite yet, but he can become elite. You know what I mean? So, no, yeah. for sure. Um. All right, and then Elvis, the like this was supposed to be a prelim, but it ended up opening the main card. Great, fight. Elvis Brenner with a brutal knockout over Kanye and Krzyzewski. Um, fucking insane knockout gets a bonus, two straight bonuses for Elvis, three straight wins in the UFC. It's crazy because if you look at his record, and almost all the wins are by submission, right? Now, all of a sudden, he's a knockout artist, bro. I really like this guy, man. What do you think, man? He's a fun fighter, you know. He comes from the Charles Oliveira, comes through the box, Diego Lima, right? Um, yep, I mean. It was a fun fight, you know, and Krzyzewski took the fight on three or four days' notice. Props to him. Once it was at 165, this one catch weight. Um, he graced him pretty much with a shot, you know, to to the temple or to the equilibrium uh, when done. And uh, he was he was out. It was beautiful, well done. I still think the first fight against Tuhukov, he got kind of lucky. I don't think he actually won the fight. But, hey, everybody gets a bye sometimes. And the second fight was very impressive against Kutatelatsu, where he finished the guy. So, um, now a third win in a row. I mean, we can look to Brenner. Maybe I, I wouldn't give him a rank opponent yet. He's he's a no. lightweight, so lightweight is stacked. You know what I mean? But there are a lot of options for him. You know, for example, I would love to see him fight for if, if Jared Gordon gets by Mark Madsen this weekend. I'd love to see that fight. Why not? You know, Jared Gordon is a vet. I'll be honest with you. I'd, I'd rather see him fight a striker like Drew Dober, dude. That's what I. It's also see. okay with me. It's also I mean, okay. Or Terrence McKinney, even that, those fights are like very exciting in my opinion. <clears throat> yeah. Even the winner of what's that fight, Tadikov and uh, Slava Claus, that would be a good one too. Any of those fights, I know what you're saying. Like stylistically, to fight a wrestler would be interesting, right? But man, I, I just think this guy. I think the UFC. You know what's funny, Marcel? When he fought Zubara, we all thought probably lost that decision, ended up winning a split, and we were like, oh, that's a bad decision. This guy's not that good, bro. It's like, I'm really glad that he won that fight because now all of a sudden he's a fucking stud, you know? So, and same with the Guron fight, huge dog wins. I like this guy. I think he's good. He changed with Oliveira. I think there's a lot to like. And, and the platinum here, right? Of course. So, rebook him to his rebook. You could do the rebooking. Yeah, so that's the fight, I think. Yeah. Under two and a half was a gift. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and do you uh, update predictions for two, UFC 2 and 300 main? I Probably Connor Chandler. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm guessing, right? Connor's going to be the main event. But like, it just doesn't feel like Chandler should get that fight. He's only been in the UFC for a few years. I don't know. Yeah, he but the same will, thing. Though. I mean, you cannot say now he's not going to get that fight anymore. He no, he'll get that fight. He better because he can't wait two years not to fight no. and then not get the fight. Right? That'd be imagine, fun. imagine. Yeah, they might fuck. They might pay him off. That's the thing. Brendan Klein. Um, yeah, yeah that's not? a good fight too. Wait, I thought is Klein at featherweight now or is he back at lightweight? He's a lightweight <laughs> now, right? Good, fight, good, good, good question. I think he's at light. He fought uh, J- Jai Herbert, so this. Yeah, he's at lightweight now. Yeah, uh, we're going to do pr- predictions for two ninety five for sure. So we have like ten more minutes here. Poirier tweeted out 300. Um, I don't think he'll fight Connor, but I, he could definitely be on that card against, like, who should he fight, Poirier? Uh, Armand, if Armand wins against Benil. I don't know. JDF's out. I'm looking at the rankings. Uh, Gagey's out of the question. RDA, maybe? I, I really want to see him fight guys like Armand or Fiziev, you know? Because, listen, man, I like Poirier a lot, but he's really, like, in keeping Gagey, Chandler, that kind of, in, the, in that triangle, you know, in, in that in that square. I want to see yeah. him fight the up-and-comers also. I know Poirier doesn't want to, but I want to see that. It's crazy. I just kind of completely wrote him off after the head kick knockout to, to Gagey, but he's still number three in the world. He's still amazing, yeah. so... Of course, yeah, write him yeah. off too much. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the prelims now. Uh, my fight of the night, Renat Fakradinov draws with Zaleski to Santos. I, I scored it a draw. I, I yeah. thought the third round was a 10 8 for, for, for Eliza because it wasn't just the fact that, it, you know, he almost finished the fight, but it's like Renat looked like he was fucking dead. Like he looked like he was done like multiple times. Somehow, man, he just gassed out. I don't know what, what happened here, Renat, because I thought he clearly. You know, came out of the gate, knocked down Zaleski. A lot of people thought maybe 10-8 in the first round. It's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. Definitely possible. I went 10-9, but it's possible. I don't think it's the worst score. So you could have a weird scorecard where it was 28-27, right, in this fight, where you have double 10-8 rounds. But for me, it was 10-9, and then the second round, definitely 10-9. And then third round, again, because he was nearly finished and, and looked like he was out of the fight several times, uh, I thought that Zaleski had that domination, damage, duration, like – for me, it was a 10-8, so I think the two judges got it right, but you know, I do think it's a little weird that one judge who had it for a fighter had it for Zaleski winning the second third round, because I thought Renat clearly won the first two rounds, personally, right? And I thought the question was, was the first round 10-8? So, I thought it was a great fight. I know Bisping wasn't a fan of them, like, hugging it out, and, and I think Cruz was like, hey man, this is a good fight, they're allowed to do that. And he's like, yeah, I know, I'm kidding. I wasn't sure if he was joking when he, when he said no, that, he because wasn't. In general, Marcel, I don't like when they hug during when the when the clock starts because it's like wasting the time. But in a fight like this, like I was cool with it personally. I thought this was a great fight. Tons of respect so much between these guys, two real mixed martial artists. We're not, I think his stock goes down, Marcel, personally. I don't think it was a good great performance by him outside of that first round. And with Zaleski, though, you know, again, he's very underrated. You know, like he's 10, 3, and 1 in the UFC. Very good record, very good fighter. Um very good fight. I think it was fight of the night. What do you think? Yeah. Now every time now I hear Renat's name, I have to think about Moicano and I start laughing. He's like he nuts. He nuts. <laughs> Renat. Yeah, I mean Renat started really well. He knocked him down. Um thought he could finish him. He didn't. First and second round for Renat to me. Third round, yeah, you can give it a 10 8 to Zaleski. You know, I, I would 10 8, 10 9. I'm okay with both. Um I'm not okay with, with the judge giving it 10-9 the second round to, to Zaleski because when I heard it was 29-28, I thought one judge gave two rounds to Fakradinov and one round to Zaleski, but he gave two yeah. rounds to Zaleski, the idiot. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, 
I'm okay with the draw. And I felt like Renat and 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 Elizio both were okay with the draw. I felt like, you know, they were like, okay, cool. I don't think they were cool with it after they saw their bank account not getting a win bonus, but um in the yeah, moment they, they were cool, cool at the moment they were cool. A lot of respect yeah. between those two, eh? Yeah. You know, I don't even honestly I don't even hate the like a rematch. When you have a good fight like this, a rematch is always fine too. But I sure. I think what we said earlier, what was it? Uh, Dolby versus Renat would be really interesting. Actually, I like that fight because again, Dolby, what's he good at? Cardio. What's Renat apparently bad at? Cardio. Bro, his cardio looked really bad in this fight, Marcel. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. You know, he escaped with a draw. I mean, go ahead. everybody likes a good rematch. That's why they booked Mace against Nascimento on this. <laughs> Corey and Diaz at 300 since Marcus. That's, that's possible with Connor Chandler. Yeah, it's very possible. It took Celeste live. I mean, it was worth a shot. Does Renat stock drop a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Renat's a league strike versus a league strike. We fuck. He's very hittable. He is. He is. He is. Renat's striking is horrible. Oh, wow. Marcus is really uh, critical here. He's too friendly. You know what? I can't really disagree, Marcus, but again, like. It's a good fight, if, too. So, if his striking is horrible, he doesn't knock down Zaleski in the first round, you know. Yeah, he caught him there. He had some power, that's for sure. Uh, how close was 10 8 run around 10 8? It was close, I think it was close, but uh, like outside that initial burst, I don't think it was 10 8. That's the thing. Whereas with Zaleski, it was like several minutes of like pounding his face in and like thinking, like, okay, he's gonna like he's just gonna like give up now. Those body kicks were brutal. I mean, Zaleski's good, man. All right, a couple other fights here, Marcel. Vitor Petrino, brutal knockout over Medeskis Michalskis. Holy fuck. This guy's the real deal, man. I mean, this guy's legit. Like, he shows up on the scale looking like a fucking Brazilian, like, war god or something. The guy's in insane shape, ridiculously athletic. Like, and the thing is, in his first two fights, Marcel, I was at his last fight in Brazil against Prachio, or in, uh, in Vegas against Prachio. Mm-hmm. So it's his wrestling, right? And he's saying with the, the Pleasure Man fight. And now he goes back to striking and brutally knocks this dude out. I really like this guy. I think you give him a top 15 guy, personally. I think they, they should fast-track him. What do you think? Yeah, why not? I mean, he looked really good. Uh, that he, he knocked him out with one clean punch. Um, yeah. yeah, that was Listen, cool. Abukaskas isn't a bad fighter. You know, he's, he's yep. difficult to get out of there. So, I mean, that yes, was sir. impressive by Petrino. Also, like, it was actually really weird for me that Petrino was on the prelims because in Brazil, they had, like, commercials. And I've seen these commercials, and they were really heavy on Almeida. Borralio and Petrino. So I expected both guys to be on the main. All Brazilians expected Borralio to be the co-main event. The Bonfim brothers didn't get too much attention in Brazil, actually. So um, yeah, I think Petrino is good, man. I really like the guy. Um, he showed again what is what he's capable of. He's good on the ground. I think his stand-up is good as well. So um, yeah, they have another guy in the light heavyweight division who uh, can go places. And uh, I mean, match him up with fucking. Uh, I mean, Manifield. Whoever you know, you know it's funny you said that because I was just looking at Dustin Jacoby's yeah. page and he's fighting Manifield. I think yeah, the winner of that, that one, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just think this guy's, I think he's really legit, man. I don't know what you guys think. I think he's legit as fuck because he's well rounded. We've and we've seen Marcel. Here's the thing about him we've seen everything from this guy now the striking, we've seen the grappling, we've seen submissions, and we've seen cardio too. Like, he's, he's good, he's a good prospect. He's 26, I think. 26. I, I, I like don't know. 26. He's 10 and 0. I think the UFC found something special with this guy, man. I think he's good. I think he's really good. But this is his showcase fight, right? Like now it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder from now on. Angela Hill gets the upset over Denise Gomes' decision. Um, I thought Gomes won, I think, with the first round. And then Angela just took over as she always does, right? Third round, especially just dominant. Um, yeah. I mean, she continually, uh, you know, pulls off these upsets. I think you picked her. I'm pretty sure. Right, yeah, 
Great pick, man. I I, I kind of wrote her off after the dirt fight. I'm like, man, she's looking terrible. And if Gomes, you know, coming off that crazy knockout win, but you know, clearly the, again, you know, the cardio. Go ahead. You know what the problem is, man. I, I, the the, the Gomes is a fun fighter, but I always felt with Gomes that she is like an aggressive fighter early on in the fight. You know what I mean? And you saw that also in her in her fight with, and that was on short notice against Luma Lukbunmi. She got pretty much. She got handled by Lubunmi on the ground. While Lubunmi is not your typical ground fighter, she's more of a striker, you know. So I figured Angela Hill could get some takedowns in as well. Uh, first round, actually, Angela Hill. I think she tagged her early in the fight, you know. But uh, Gomez almost finished her in the, in the end of the first round. So I th thought that was kind of 50-50 of a round. I think second round was for the Hill, and the third round was clearly for Hill. I think she did really well, you know. And Hill is like Hill is like pretty much what the new Magni is to welterweight, you know, what Brett Tavares is to middleweight, you know, that's Hill for the strawweight division. Um, good performance by her, you know, uh, hostile territory, going to Brazil, fighting this uh, this uh, girl who is like, who has all things with her, got that win over Jasmine Horegi last time out in 20 seconds. Um, yeah, yeah, good win, man, for Hill. All respect, you know. I mean, great win. She's won three or four, the Dern fight went well, um, one-sided, but I think it just speaks volumes how good Dern is, and we're gonna talk about her in about an hour from now. So, get some other. Yeah, people are just praising Hill. She looked really good, man. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. One of her, I think it was one of her better performances in the UFC, personally. Um, Eduardo Mera looked great, but at one half, and the girl she's fighting should honestly fight at 105. I did see that. I think you tweeted that Montserrat Canelo is getting a, a contract, a new contract, so she she won't be cut mm -hmm. because honestly she should be because she's lost three straight by knockout, but. She, she did them a favor here, I think, Marcel. She didn't have to take this fight again and really shouldn't have, but probably needed the money, and I don't blame her, right? But uh, one and three in the UFC has not looked good. The other girl was just such a weight bully, though. I, I don't really know what to take away. And then she calls out Diana Pabitza, and it was weird at first because it's a two and four fight, and then apparently she called her a bitch or something in Portuguese, something like that. So I can kind of understand it, but I don't know, Marcel. There's just like She looked good, don't get me wrong, but again, it's like she had such a huge weight and size advantage. I don't really take a lot from this fight. What do you think? Uh, I, I have to laugh because uh, Montserrat Ruiz, I always say for fun to my friend, a uh, friend of mine, I say Monsterrat, you know, not Monsterrat, yeah. but and then Bisping is like, yeah, there is Monsterrat Ruiz. <laughs> I was like, dude, he just says it. He doesn't even know he says it. Um, it's a difficult name to pronounce, I think. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Mo Mo Montserrat, I think, or Montserrat. something. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel. Listen, man, Eduardo Maura is a really good fighter. I really like her. You know, I think yeah. she's amazing, actually. But the thing is, like, she didn't make weight. I think her manager said that she had a period or whatever. Listen, Wait, man, who's her manager? Uh, Sorry, who's it? Uh, uh, Tiago Okamura. Um, okay. I think he. Oh, uh, uh, he didn't say that, but he said it to Guillaume Cruz from MMA Fighting, and MMA Fighting brought that out. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Listen, man, we saw already after 10 seconds what was going to happen. You know, she was way too strong for her. You know, uh, she was like two, two or three hats uh, shorter than her. Um, she was just stronger, you know, and it, she finished her. I think the good stoppage by the ref because Montserrat wasn't going anywhere from that place. And the, and the call out for Balbiza, she yeah. actually called out Diana Balbiza after her contender series win. And okay. I think I think Diana said, like, uh, you're just only want to hug or whatever. I'm not going to fight you. You're a hugger, you know? Okay. okay. So, and then Eduarda now won against Conejo Ruiz. And now she's like, I want to fight Balbiza. So there was a little bit of a, a backstory, backward story yeah. to that, you know? Um, yeah. 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 I, I, on the other side, I'm like, 
I, I, I agree with you. Why would you call out somebody who was on a negative record in the UFC? I understand. Mm -hmm. On the other side, Babitza kind of looked good, man, in that fight against, uh, who was it again? Against, uh, no, against Maria Oliveira, I meant, mm -hmm. you know? And Carolina was pretty, uh, how do you say that? Pretty um, Carolina is a top fight for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 by the way, can we do Carolina against Angela Hill? Carolina Kowalkiewicz against Angela Hill. Has that Hill. happened before? I don't think so. So uh, why not? I mean, they, they have to do that fight. Yeah. I, I, I would just... Oh, go now go you go ahead. I to go I'm looking ahead. at the scorecards. One of the judges only gave a 10-9 to Mora in the first round. Yeah, Someone yeah, in the yeah. comments is like, "What more do you need for 10? Who's Halas and Pontes? Who even is that? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't want to know either. We're 10-8. What else are you going to say? Anything else? Yeah, I think Eduardo is, is a fun matchup, you know, with a lot of girls at 115. But the thing is, like, next fight, people got to make sure she makes 115, you know, because if she doesn't make 115, she got to move off to 125. Yep. But right, I give her the benefit of the doubt here. But it looked really bad because Conejo is like five, almost five foot. You know what I mean? Five saying. foot one. So like, it's such a big. Strong. If you look at the weight, the size advantage was so much. Like, yeah. yeah, even if she did make the weight, she was still so much bigger than this. Yeah. I just don't think we learned a lot. Anyways, last fight. Also, the first, go ahead. Yep. Conejo took the fight on short notice. They yeah. also should uh, mention that. Yeah. First fight of the night was uh, Mark Diacchiesi. Defeating Kawe Fernandez by split decision. I thought DKC won every round. I was yeah, really man, surprised I by split, dude. I don't get it. But people who are scoring it for Fernandez, they had to like go 2018 after after two rounds. I was like, what? You know, it's like, but people overthinking the damage sometimes, know. you know. Uh, it's like, oh, he threw four strikes. But he only wrestled. I give it to him. Fuck that, it, dude. If he has four minutes, yeah. four, 30 seconds ground control, I give it to the guy who has the ground control. I'm sorry. I, I, that's the thing. It's 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 everyone's forgetting it's it's effective striking and effective grappling, and they just look at damage from strikes. Like it, it's it's all encompassing, and it's I understand DKC is not like that active, but again, neither was Cowie. Like I'm just looking at the stats. Yeah. First round six to four for Cowie, and yeah. then it was like two and a half minutes to one minute in control. I guess the first round was kind of the round I think you could have given to Cowboy, but then mm -hmm. you know, second round, yeah, it was ten to four for him in strikes, right? But three minutes of control time to zero. Yeah. You know, like we've always scored MMA another way. Why all of a sudden are we like overthinking? It? And then the third round clearly the Casey one, right? So I'm with you on this one too. I just I I was kind of surprised that what was the judge Dave Torelli was that here? Yeah, the, the, the one American judge. <laughs> yeah. The American they brought in. Scored it for the Brazilian dude. That was that was weird. I got to be honest, Marcel. When I saw this, I was like, "Holy shit, we're gonna see some fucking terrible scorecards tonight." That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm like, I, oh, they're gonna rob these uh, American fighters and stuff, man. That's what I thought. You know, me too. I, I immediately tweeted out that it was the American judge because you know when this this shit happens, people will say, "Oh, the Brazilians are biased." And you know, sometimes it happens. Don't get me wrong, but that's why I immediately tweeted out, "Like, guys, it's the American judge, not the Brazilian one." You know what I mean? So, no, I completely agreed. Let's just get some comments here at the end, and we'll we'll end this podcast. We're at six o'clock now. One sec. Have you guys tried proper tour DP hot sauce? I think Marcel has. I haven't tried it. You tried it? DP hot sauce. I have all three. Uh, for for what do you say? The varieties? varieties. Yeah, your varieties. You had the the normal one. You got the KO one, and you have the like uh, the the with the, the maple one or whatever. I personally like the maple one the most. It's the most recent one. It has this, this kind of a cilantro kind of taste to it. It's really nice, and it's not. It's pretty hot. But it's not like the KO edition hot, you know. The KO edition, you you should uh, be very wary what you put on. And the normal one is just like a hot sauce. But I, I would, if you can get the maple one, definitely get it. It's very nice. Um, couple of comments here. I mean, Glenn, you're speaking to the choir. I I don't. This scorecard is just bad. This is a bad scorecard. 
I thought Canelo was the next Rod Garcia Cheeto. Why? Because that fight with uh, Follow Me Home Bitch. Was, was that what the fight where it came from? Follow Me Home Bitch. Was this the fight? Yeah, the first oh, one. Oh my yeah. god. Nick Casey's become he's he's so boring. He's like watching paint dry. I I hope they gave him like someone like Narula Aliyev. So, or did he fight him already? I can't remember. No, no, someone that can like smash him and, and out wrestle him. Cut him. Yeah, this this is a good one. Rafa Garcia. Rafa wins that fight. Rafa's a better fighter. Anyways, I think that's good, guys. So we're gonna end this podcast now. We're gonna get ready for the UFC 295 preview. I can't wait, Marcel. So appreciate everyone joining in. Um, yeah, we're gonna end this one, guys. Just give me a second here. I'll tweet out the new one. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun recapping uh, UFC softball. Give us about two minutes, guys. We're gonna preview UFC 295. See you in a minute. Bye.